Well, everyone, the Super Bowl is upon us. Super Bowl 55 in Tampa Bay. I am so excited that I invited some of my three best guys and we talked about the Super Bowl, some different stats and players that could be key for this Super Bowl. So I hope you guys can enjoy today's episode. Welcome, everybody. And today I have three guests. I have uh, Bob Bovac, my dad, Brendan Quinn, and Eric Ryan here. And we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. So let's get it started with the first question, which is, Eric, who do you think will be some key players on the Chiefs for a win? Well, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, uh, he's a leader of their team. I think he's going to be critical to – how the Chiefs play, and then you know, I think that it's it's gonna they got a wicked offense. I think uh, if Tyreek Hill can get past that uh, secondary for some big uh, some big momentum changing plays, that's gonna be huge. And then um, you know, Kelsey has that big tight end making some key plays for them uh, could make it really tough on the Bucks. All right, Dad, who do you think is gonna be some key players? For the Chiefs. Man, for the Chiefs, I don't really know many of the defensive players because it seems like all they ever do is talk about the offense. I mean, I guess they do have Tyron Matthew, and he's probably got to come up big back there in the secondary. But all you hear about is their high-powered offense. You think of Kelsey and Tyreek and Hardeman and Hilaire and uh, Mahomes. I think Mahomes has to be on point um, because it really seems like if that offense struggles or if Mahomes struggles, the offense is going to struggle. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because Patrick Mahomes is such a big part of the Chiefs that it showed in uh, when Patrick Mahomes got hurt. They had a great offense, but the quarterback really couldn't do much. He only he couldn't really do much on his own. He had to use what was around him. Um, Bob, the same question to you. Who will be some key players for Chiefs for a Super Bowl win? Well, I think the most important player for the Chiefs is their tight end. I think that um, that's the X factor here. And as long as Mahomes doesn't get hurt, I think they're going to be fine. Uh, Defensively, as a unit, they seem to to do a good job putting pressure on a quarterback, and I think that's one of the keys. I think they're going to make Brady do a little dancing. So I I think the Chiefs, the biggest thing to me is the, the tight end. I think he's going to be the dominant player. I, I say he'll get at least 10 catches. It will be interesting to see what some key players I think would be. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes are the first ones to come to mind. But also on defense, you have uh, Tyron Matthew and also uh, Frank Clark, who is kind of a little bit underrated, but he's pretty good. And the Chiefs defense has not been bad this season. So it will be interesting to see how Tom Brady plays against it. But also on the other side, how Patrick Mahomes plays against the um, rolling Bucks defense right now. So that will be fun to watch. So Eric, who will be some key players on the Buccaneers for a Super Bowl win? So on the other side. Well, I think the Bucks have a pretty um, effective pass rush. And I think if they can um... – similar to what coach was saying, if they can put pressure on Mahomes and, and make him uncomfortable, uh, it, it's going to, I think that both Brady and Mahomes need to play well. And I think they have the, they, I think they have the skill set and they have the players around them to make it a really fun offensive game. I think that it really is going to come down to the defense of the Bucks and the pass rush of the Bucks 
versus the pass rush and defense of the of the Chiefs. And whoever can put the other court, make the other quarterback uncomfortable uh, is is going to um, have the best chance of winning. Obviously, Brady um, Brady needs to play well, and at forty three. He's getting up there, but he's been here so many times. He knows what's, what to do and how to get his body right for it. So, uh, yeah, I think Brady is the key, obviously, but the pass rush of the Bucks is going to be uh, going to be critical. Yeah, that will be interesting. So some key players, did you say it was like Tom Brady and then the pass rush, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Brendan, who do you think is going to be some key players for the Buccaneers? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, to Eric's point, it's the experience with Tom Brady and even Gronk. This is not new for them. This is something they've experienced. I mean, what, Tom Brady's gone to, what, 10 Super Bowls? Yeah. That's crazy. There's organizations that haven't even been to 10 Super Bowls. And he's won six of them. And he's won six. And so if I'm completely honest, other than Gronk and Brady and Evans, I don't know who's on this team, but I think the biggest X factor has got to be Coach Bruce Arians. He's got to know how to adjust on the fly against this high power offense of the chiefs who can attack you on so many different levels with so many different players. So I think Bruce Arians has to have his ducks in a row and has to have a perfect game plan. Well, you had to get the ducks in there, huh? Yeah, you got that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Bob, the same question to you, who will be some key players for the bucks to win their Super Bowl? This could be a really bold prediction because maybe he's not playing, but I think if he plays, I think the MVP is going to be Antonio Brown. I think he's huge. And why do you think he would be a big deal after coming off of a retirement and a lot of bad things happening to him? Because I think he's very motivated, and I think that they're not going to let Gronk beat him, especially if he forgot his razor at home. And I also think that um, – What does that have to do with anything? What? <laughs> anyway, and I also, and I also think that, um, you know – I think that Brady's a master at getting rid of the ball quick. But if you look at all the really great New England teams, that guy in the slot was huge. So, Edelman. Um, Amanola. Yeah. Cliff, yeah. Uh, what's the guy we had at the Seahawks branch? Remember he Deion came? Deion Branch. Deion yeah. Branch came out here. He wasn't that good with us. But with New England, he went back and was great again. So I think Antonio Brown's that slot receiver that, you know, that's one thing when Brady gets rushed, he finds that guy quick. So, Who gets more catches, Evans or Brown? Brown. Um, so you're saying the slot wide receiver is not Scotty Miller or Chris Goblin. It's Antonio Brown. I'm saying if he's, yeah, if he, if he is that guy, I say he's going to have a big game. He's going to be the difference. Is he healthy? Is he playing? I think he is. Yeah. But yeah, that will be interesting. That is a bold prediction. Yeah. Um, for me, the Bucks. I think their pass rush definitely with Jason Pierre, Paul, some other guys, and then Levante David and, um, Devin White in their linebacking linebacker core, and then they have Vita. Tom Brady and I don't know is Vita yeah he's Vita. Vita yeah Vita. he's playing yeah. um he from? Then, he's a dog <laughs> Washington Husky shout uh, out to uh, Bradley Pinion punter for the Tampa Bay Bucks could be could come up huge <laughs> um I think the offense definitely will play a role with Tom Brady Chris Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans, uh, Antonio Brown could definitely play a role. It will just see who the Chiefs focus on. If they focus on Mike Evans and really control him, maybe Chris Godwin will have a game, maybe Antonio Brown. It will just depend on how um, they really play out and how the Chiefs play against the Bucks. 
All right, so now the first time in NFL history, the Bucs will be hosting a home NFL Super Bowl. Eric, how do you think this will give the um, Bucs an advantage in the Super Bowl? I don't really think it – I think if it were in Kansas City, I think it would give Kansas City a pretty big advantage. But I think you're going to have limited limited attendance, I'm sure. 25,000. So you're going to have limited attendance, and, you know, the weather's going to be fine. So I, I don't see it – I don't see it playing a huge role. I think it could amp both teams up because they haven't had – well, the Chiefs have, but you haven't really had fans at games all season. And so the fact that the fans are there to be able to, to enjoy the, the moment – with the players, I think it's gonna gonna amp everybody up, but I don't see a huge advantage to the Bucks for being at home. So I disagree. S- I see a huge advantage. Bring it on. Bring it on. Um, I was reading a report; they were having to change the travel schedule based on COVID nineteen. So the Chiefs are arriving two days before the game, so they got there tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tonight. They got to quickly acclimate. Yes, they're professionals. They do this all the time. But this is the biggest game of a lot of these people's careers and their nerves and anxiety and excitement could be off the charts where you have the Bucks who are sleeping in their own beds with their own pillows in their own home. And I think that can eliminate all of that, those pregame jitters. So I think it's a huge advantage. Hmm. Okay. Um, back to you, Eric. Why, do you think it will be an advantage to the Chiefs if it was in Kansas City because they've had more fans? No, I think I, I'm thinking just geographically and, and the time of the year. I think if the Chiefs are playing at home, it, it becomes a cold-weather game. <laughs> and I like Patrick Mahomes in a cold-weather game versus a 43-year-old um, Tom Brady playing in cold weather, a little uncomfortable. I know he played all those years at, uh, at the Patriots, but – Still, I think that would be a little bit more of an advantage than than uh, down at Tampa Bay. So, okay. We'll yeah, out. so we heard your answer, Brendan. And now, <laughs> Bob, what do you think is going to be either advantage? The elder statesman. That's right. And, I, you know, what Eric just said just doesn't make sense. He just won a game, <laughs> in, he just won a game in Green Bay in the freezing weather. Yeah, that's what the I was going The guy can play in the bad weather. But here's the deal. First of all, No. It's not going to be an advantage. <laughs> Reason why? I'll tell you why. Because they're home with their wives and their kids, and they, they can't get any rest. Oh. So, you know, they got to worry about, you know, the wife's going to say, honey, you know, go go wash the car. He says, I got a football game. So it's like, <laughs> no, it's not going to be an advantage. When you watch the Seattle Seahawks are a perfect example of this. They found out how to travel. Most of these teams do a better job on the road because they're not distracted as much. So I think the distraction is going to be to can the non-distraction is going to be an advantage to Kansas City, and it almost is a disadvantage to be around home. You got people coming from out of town, all your relatives calling you, and you don't have a chance to really isolate until the night before the game to really get ready. So I think it's more of an advantage for Kansas City to be coming in there. And obviously, yeah, if it was a home game with the capacity crowd, it might make a difference. But we're not talking basketball here. You know, every field's 100 yards long. The field's no different. You know, basketball, you got different lighting, different rims, all the different stuff going on in an in a area with the background. Football is just on a football field. So I say no advantage. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think they would get an advantage because it gives them a sense of normalcy in a way because when – I don't know their record, but a lot of teams at home do really well. Some teams are – good away and I could be wrong they but I feel like any team that's home and has all of, uh, at least fans rooting for them they get to play in their home field they're used to it sometimes I mean they probably practice there in some point I think that the Bucks will get a sense of normalcy 
and get into a rhythm to where they don't need to be nervous about going to somewhere where they've either never been before or haven't or don't want to go to because they don't have the control. Um, so one thing that's kind of been under little people's radar is the Chiefs have lost, I believe, three players from their offensive line this season due to injuries or COVID. And so we talked about how the pass rush is going to be big. Do you think these rookies, some one not rookies, but players who hasn't played a ton, one of their offensive linemen has had 10 starts. So how do you think the Bucks can either take advantage of this or will the Chiefs offensive line rise to the occasion? What do you think, Eric? Well, like, like I was talking about earlier, I think with the pass rush of the Bucks, I think it could put that pressure on that offensive line, especially the younger players that don't have the experience, the same experience as the, the vets, the veterans that are out with injury and, and other COVID stuff. So, you know, it, it's hard to know for sure, but I think that, uh, if I'm the if I'm the defensive line and the pass rush of the Bucks, I'd rather be going against uh, the younger guys than going against veterans for sure. So I'd take that any day. What do you think, Brandon? Yep, I agree. Put the pressure on the rookies, uh, on the inexperienced players. Um, they're going to be in their first Super Bowl potentially. They're going to have all range of emotions. Um, however, what was the Chiefs' record throughout the year? Fourteen and uh, two. Twelve and four. Twelve and four. Yeah. So they didn't lose many games, even with those inexperienced players starting on the line. Maybe 14 and 2, I don't know. I think they'll be just fine, but I think like what Eric said, I would put all the pressure in the world on that front five. What do you think, Bob? Well, again, I don't agree with these two. Um, the <laughs> reality, yes, the reality is this. It'd be different if you had one week to adjust, but they've been adjusting all season, and now they've got two weeks to get ready for one game. So they'll find a way to maybe, you know, keeping a, an extra back in the backfield to help block if a guy gets beat. If the, the, I'm not sure exactly where the, the maybe the, the injured player is being replaced at, but if he's on, if he's a left tackle, they might line a, you know, go out of the shotgun and have a running back right behind him to help him out. So that Andy Reid's a great coach. He'll find a way for them to figure out how to block these guys. And the, and the reality is, again, every guy in the NFL was, you know, the most amazing guy on his high school team, probably the most amazing guy in his district, probably one of the top two or three guys in his state. And in college, he was one of the best player. He was the best player on his college team. So th- you're not taking a bunch of guys that are like, you know, you know, boxing groceries, and then they throw them on the offensive line. These guys, <laughs> these guys are all great athletes. And I think the next guy up will do just fine. Okay. Yeah. I think I have to agree with you. I think this offensive line will step up. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. But I think that maybe the uh, Buccaneers' offensive line could get uh, too confident or just uh, not really kind of play down to the level and not really realize the situation. And I think the Chiefs' offensive line will figure out a way to protect Patrick Mahomes or Patrick Mahomes has the best QBR right now with passing under two seconds or less. So I think Patrick Mahomes can manage around a depleted offensive line. Um, So the next topic is going to be, will Tom Brady's experience in 10 Super Bowls and six wins, trying to go on seven, will topple Patrick Mahomes' desire to go for a back-to-back Super Bowl? So Patrick Mahomes won last year. If he wins this year, he will be the first one to do it since – uh, 02 and 03, which that was Tom Brady, surprisingly. 
Not really, though. Um, so do you think Tom Brady's experience, Eric, or Patrick Mahomes' desire will take over this game? I also think that Mahomes would become the youngest youngest quarterback to have multiple championships. If he yeah. wins, he'd have two two by the time he's 25, which that would have been nice at 25. Wow. Mm. Um, Should have ran the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it, it, both guys want to win, but I think experience I, – I would rather take the experience, if you're asking me. Um, I think, you know – 10 times to the Super Bowl with six going on shooting for seven wins. He's been there. He's been under the under pressure um, many times before. And, and so I tip my cap to, to Brady there. Doesn't mean that Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the drive, doesn't want it as badly, but uh, I take experience. Brendan, who do you think will have the most impact Tom Brady's experience or Patrick Mahomes desire and drive? Yeah, that's a really tough question. I would agree with Eric and say that Tom Brady's experience, there's something to be said about having experience and being in that same situation over and over and over again. To Tom Brady, it's probably a normal game. Now with Patrick Mahomes, it's his second time in the Super Bowl. So he does have some experience and he does have some fire inside of him. I think they're going to play really competitively with one another. And I think at the end of the day, their stats are probably going to be very similar. I think it's a toss up. I don't really have an answer one way or the other. Okay. Bob, who do you think will take over the game? Tom Brady's experience or Patrick Mahomes' drive? Well, first of all, I think experience is overrated. And Why do you think that? Because it, once the game's over, you just got to do it again. So I don't really care what he did in the past. He's got to do it now. And I look at Patrick Mahomes. If I look back on this because I am the elder statesman here, the other quarterback to win back-to-back Super Bowls was Terry Bradshaw. Well, if people saw him on the TV show today, they'd think, what a joker. But this guy, was, he was great. And he had a great team around him. And I think that's the thing that I think is going to be Mahomes' benefit is that basically he, he's very very familiar with all these guys. It's the same team he kind of had last year. You know, Brady's done an amazing job of adjusting to a bunch of new people and all this and a new coach and all that. But I just think that um, Mahomes is – I don't care how young he is. He's good. He's got the same guys back from last year. And in my mind, he's got the better coach. So I think it'll be all Mahomes. I think that I'll have to disagree with you because I think Tom Brady's experience will topple Patrick Mahomes because I was listening or just watching um, a little interview. I think it was Devin White when they won the AFC championship or NFC championship. Sorry. Um, Devin White was like crying. He was so happy he couldn't believe it. Tom Brady comes up to him and says, "We aren't freaking done yet," and not <laughs> use the word freaking. But Tom Brady has such a drive to win when he's already won six, and it's just incredible. He has such great experience, so I think Tom Brady will take the will topple Patrick Mahomes. Well, yeah, he's old. He has more experience using that word. <laughs> okay, the next one would be, whose offense will play better, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Kansas City Chiefs? Eric, would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, – well, I think it's – on the offensive side, I think, like Brendan said, I think it's going to be uh, similar – statistically i think it could be a bit of an offensive shootout and it 
would come, it'll come down to a couple of big plays on defense, or it'll come down to a, a defensive turnover that, that, um, opens the game up a little bit. I think ultimately, I think that, um, I think that the chiefs offense may be more explosive some of those kind of big, bigger explosive plays, but I think ultimately that the bucks offense will play better. Okay. Brendan, who do you think offense will play better? Yeah, I'm going to have to go and say that I think the Chiefs' offense will play better solely for the fact of the weapons that they have. Mahomes can chuck the ball. Tyreek can run. Kelsey's fast. They have all those extra outside players as well that can chip in. They have the ability to break open any play. So I think the explosiveness on the offense definitely leads towards the Chiefs. Bob, who do you think offense will play better? The Watch, Bucks he's going to disagree with both of us. Yeah. No, I, I think that um, – I, th- I think the biggest key is going to be Tampa Bay's running game. Is it Fournette? Fournette, yeah. Fournette, Fournette. That's a big key. But I actually think that there's no doubt in my mind that the, the Chiefs' offense will play better. Um, Brady, if you, if anybody watched the NFC Championship game, he got, you know, what did he throw, three interceptions in the second half? Yeah. They're going to go to school on that, you know. So I think the Chiefs' offense will play better. I would have to agree with you. I think the Chiefs offense will play better just because the fact that Patrick Mahomes is young. I know that I was talking about the experience, but Patrick Mahomes is a great player. Um, Like Brendan said, he can throw very, very far. He has great weapons like Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, um, McCole Hardman, and uh, Demarcus Robinson. And then think he'll be able to have Clyde Edwards Alaire back for this game, a rookie out of LSU. So that will be he's been a pretty big factor. So I think the offense will p- play better. The Chiefs offense will p- play better uh, than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now on the other side of the ball, whose defense will play better? The Buccaneers or the Chiefs? Eric, you can go first. Uh, I think that I wouldn't say that either defense is going to be particularly impressive to where it's a talking point at the end of the game. I think, I think we're talking, we're going to be talking about the offenses of each team um, and it's going to be a defensive struggle to try and contain both, both offenses. But I think that um, I would, I give the nod a little bit to the uh, Tampa Bay, uh, to the Tampa Bay defense. I think that um, they come up with the big stops or, or the, those critical turnovers um, throughout the game that help, uh, spread the game apart a bit. Okay, Brendan, who do you think's defense will play better? I have no idea. I don't know who's on any of the defenses other than Tyron Matthew, only because he played for the Cardinals. I don't know anybody on either of the defenses. I just hope everybody has fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, who do you think is defense going to play better? First of all, you just got to say, wow. Um, <laughs> but I actually think that um, both defenses are better than people give them credit for. And I don't know, I don't think, you know, we'll find out on uh, Sunday night, but I don't think it's going to be a shootout. You know, I don't, I, I think that one of these defenses is going to rise to the occasion and hold one of those teams under 20 points. That's bold. Yeah. Bold prediction with Bob. There you go. All right. Which team's going to be under 20 points? Tampa Bay. Oh. Okay. You heard I th- it here, folks. I think uh, the Tampa Bay defense will play better. They are the f- their fifth 
in the NFL in defense. So they have a very good defense. They've improved this year. So I think it will be interesting to see basically a top offense versus the top defense right now through this game. I think Chiefs best offense, uh, Bucks best defense through the two teams. So it will be really fun to see, and it will be a great game to watch. So one thing that I wanted to touch on was how will the coaches' experience play out in this game? So I did a little research, but Bruce Arians has two Super Bowl wins. It was really confusing to try to find all of this, but then Andy Reid had four Super Bowl wins. So Bruce Arians has two Super Bowl wins. He wasn't a head coach. He was a assistant or a quarterback whatever, in uh, Pittsburgh. Andy Reid has won one with the Chiefs, I think, and then some others. But he's only won one as a head coach, I believe, maybe two. So who? So how do you think the coach's experience will play into this game? If it will be anything, if it will be nothing, what do you think will come out of this? Since they've both gone to Super Bowls, Eric. Um. Yeah, I think Andy Reid has one as a head coach, one or two as a coordinator, and another one as like a quarterback's coach or something. I, I like Andy Reid a lot, <clears throat> and I think um, I think he has the experience. I think that he um, I think that he's just a great coach. So I I would give it to him and, and I don't I don't know much about Bruce Arians. I know that he coached at Arizona, right? For a few yeah. years yeah, he did. You know, before he moved on. So yeah, I give it to Andy Reid. I think he's a good, a good coach, and uh, he's knocked at the door a lot as a head coach, um, and got that one last year. So, uh, I give it to him. All right, uh, Brendan, who do you think will have the advantage, uh, coaching wise, Bruce Arians or Andy Reid? Uh, for me, it's really a toss up. Similar to Eric, I don't know a whole lot about many of these, about either of these coaches. I would lean towards Andy Reid just because he was there last year. And I don't recall when, the, how long ago it's been since Bruce Arians has been in this position. But I would say based solely on the fact that Andy Reid's going back-to-back, that's got to be an edge. Okay. Who wins in an arm wrestling contest between those two dudes? I, man, Bruce Arians looks pretty tough. Yeah, He's pretty so wild too. on the sideline. I think so, too. <laughs> okay, Bob, who, what coach will have more impact in this game? Andy um, Reid or Bruce Arians? This is a, this is a no-brainer. Um, Andy Reid is a great coach. Andy Reid is a smart coach. Andy Reid's been with this team now for what, probably four years. I think he's been in Kansas City at least. He had Alex Smith when Mahomes came in. Um, Bruce Arians is, is like a, a, a closet psycho. He's ready to blow us. He's ready what? To, he's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna blow a screw at any moment. So I, I think Arians just gets way too emotional during a game. So he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have his senses sometimes. And where Andy Reid, he just always seems to be in control. I love the fact that Andy Reid goes for it on fourth down every now and then. And he's been very successful doing that. He's not afraid. I just think that Andy, Andy Reid's just a, a, a solid guy. And I, I just think he's by far, he's, he probably will be the difference. Okay. So about the fourth down. So the Buccaneers, have four have gone for 14 fourth downs through the throughout the whole season uh there's two teams under them and I think that was like the Dolphins and then another team I forgot so and the Chiefs have gone for a lot I don't think they're the bet they're the most 
But that says a lot by a team who's risking more and who's not risking a ton because there's going to be points in the game where it's probably going to be four down territory. And I don't know if Bruce Arians will be able to say that. But my opinion is Bruce Arians did a great job. I know that Tom Brady went away from Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick didn't do great this year. And everyone kind of saw that it was more the player than the coach. But Bruce Arians came from a different team. Tom Brady came from a different team. They had to make a whole new chemistry in one year. Usually it takes more than one year to get to the Super Bowl. But they got to the Super Bowl in the first year. They got everything running. So I think it's really incredible that Bruce Arians got here, even though he has the goat under his wing. But I still would have to give Andy Reid the nod because he's a great coach. Um, Yeah, he knows how to coach Patrick Mahomes. He won last year. He knows what he's doing. He's not trying anything different or new that could mess up the game in any way. Okay, so now after all the things we've talked about, all the stats, everything, we'll go around and we'll take who is your Super Bowl pick for Super Bowl Sunday. Eric, who is your Super Bowl pick? Shocker over here. I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going with the GOAT to take down Patrick Mahomes. Do you want to score? I didn't think um, about that. So if you do, I'll circle back to me. You don't have to know. If you want to, you can. Uh Brendan, who do you think will win the Super Bowl? I am gonna have to pull for the Chiefs. I think they have too much firepower and I think they're gonna overwhelm Tampa Bay's defense. I'm gonna say Chiefs by ten. Okay. Um, Bob, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Well, there's no doubt in my mind this might be one of the best bets of all time. It's the Chiefs minus three and a half on the road, which means usually the home field advantage is at least a three-point sway. So basically the Chiefs are figured by favored by six and a half, and then you throw another seven on top of that. So I'm saying the Chiefs by about, oh, I'll say 13 to probably about probably by two touchdowns, 14 points. Um, one of the cool things that we didn't talk about too much is that the two LSU running backs. Yeah, I think the Buccaneers are going to win with their great defense and a really good offense with Tom Brady. So thank you all for coming on. It was really fun to have you. I hope you all did enjoy today's episode of the Sports Report with Ryan, special episode of the Super Bowl. I am so excited to see how everything plays out after all of our predictions. So I hope you guys will be able to watch it as well. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a review. And I'll see you guys in the next one.